welcome to If You're Listening. I'm Pirate Ramsey. <laughs> I hate this so much. No, it's great. And I'm going to make you walk the plank because it's the place where I, I got too far away from our tagline. Stop it. Uh, Heather's going to make me listen to the music I avoided in high school. There we go. I'm Ramsey. <laughs> our, hey, I'm Heather. I apologize. That one, that really, one was rough. That one really got away from me. <laughs> I regret every step of that one. <laughs> Me too, and I didn't even do it. Uh, was that one worse than the time I did it in French? Mm, no, the French one was worse. That one really did a number on you, I remember. I really hated that one. Okay. Well, that, that's that's my at the drive-in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's as bad as it gets then. <laughs> Unlike that Jack Nicholson movie. Oh, yeah. No, that was as good as it gets, Ramsey. Thank you. Um, Ramsey? Yes. We have a guest with us today. <gasps> we have a return guest with us today. I like when we have guests. We have return guest Misha Perlman with us today. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. It's been a while. Yeah. You're still all, our only British person, I assume. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> I don't know that many British Fine. people, to be fair. it's not. Yeah, it's not out of like trying to avoid it. Uh, just those classic sounds of Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> I live near a hospital. <laughs> True. Though that's the first time an ambulance has literally driven past your house. Yeah. Um, great. Welcome back, Misha. Thank you very much. How uh, have you guys been? Doing well. Just uh, Good. Let's see the 4th of July went by. Yep. Correct. So, sorry to bring that up. Summer's over. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, back to school blues. <laughs> sure. That works. <laughs> Probably. Uh, we're just drunk on the falafel we just ate, <laughs> <laughs> and the, the drinks that we just drank. Correct. I was mo- I'm mostly drunk on falafel. To be fair, it was delicious. It was good. Thanks, Mister Falafel. <laughs> That's my father. <laughs> just call me Ramsey. <laughs> oh no, um, Misha, you're bringing us this album today. I, I literally waited until you took a sip. I, I thought yeah, you might have. It was, I, was it was targeted yeah, and I, rude of me. It's okay. <laughs> um. I have never listened to this album in my life. Exciting. I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. So why don't you tell us what we're listening to? This is an album that came out in 1996. Okay. Good year, good year. Sixth grade, go on. (laughs) By a band called Eels. Oh. And it's their first album, and it's called Beautiful Freak. So I know exactly one song by Eels. What is it? Hospital Food. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting song to know by them. Okay. So, my friend... Okay, there was a promotion. This has come up twice on this show. Okay. Uh, where if you uh, bought a bottle of Coca-Cola and screwed off the top, there would be a code in the top that would get you a free download on iTunes. It was okay. like early iTunes. And uh, I didn't know anything about music, so my friend Reed, our friend Reed... Our friend Reed. It's like, oh, you, you should get this song by Eels. You like They Might Be Giants. And uh, that's the eel song I know now. It's just a very odd song yeah. for him to suggest. It didn't work on me. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a very eelsy song. I I recognized at the time that it felt like an outlier mm. for any band. <laughs> it's, it was very like bassy and not contemporary, but then like a weird refrain on top of it. Yeah, it's it's a very odd song. I like it, but it fits in the context of the record as well as opposed to just the first song you ever heard of <laughs> band being that. It, I don't understand It that. reminds me of that Flaming Lips uh, uh, I know a girl who what's the name of that? Thinks and goes 
She's what? you breakfast. She'll make you toast. Oh, you don't I know what you're butter. talking about. I don't know what you're asking me, but that's a song. What's the name of by that, that band? I have no idea. It's, it's a, that flaming lip song about breakfast. Okay, it's just a I, similarly weird I I know. tangerine. Tangerine. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, that song doesn't actually sound like a flaming lip song. It just sounds like a song. Yeah, it sounds like a weird mad libs i mean i like that song to be it's oh, actually I, probably my flam- favorite flaming lips song it's a fun song but to be right don't really like flaming lips, <laughs> so makes sense sorry is that song on this album <laughs> it's not it could be we can make it <laughs> you just put it at the end yeah bonus track uh, I, I don't want it to be okay all right then we win okay um misha hello what can you tell us about this band <laughs> this okay where do I start? This is one of the first bands that I got into from the very beginning. Okay. And I had a couple of friends who were very big REM fans. Surprise. Shocker. Go on. <laughs> if you heard the last album. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, I'm babbling. Um, no, he and her were like, I bet you love that New Eels song, don't you? And I was like, I haven't heard the New Eels song. The New Eels song being their very first single. <laughs> which was Novocaine for the Soul, which okay. came out in 1996. Okay. And so I went and I trust their opinion and I bought the CD single mm-hmm. and I just fell in love. And so then I, the album wasn't out yet. I don't think, it, you know, in those days, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sing, you know, it was like a CD single with four tracks. Um, and then the album came out a bit later and I just got everything. I have the vinyl, I have the CD singles. I, you know, <laughs> I'm just like obsessed with this band. And, you know, he... Yeah, it's, it's one, one guy, basically. I was just going to say, this band is one guy, right? It essentially, it started off as a three-piece. Okay. But mainly, it's just Mark Oliver Everett, a.k.a. E. Mm. Okay. Um, and he was a solo artist before he ever did Eels, and he decided to call the band Eels because his solo moniker was E. Yeah. Oh, and they, okay. would, they would be close together, but not that close, obviously. Also, E seems like a really unmarketable name. Well, yeah. I mean... <laughs> just saying. Yes, actually. Good point. <laughs> just that feels hard to Google mm. and market. Um, I'm also seeing on Wikipedia, also known as MC Honky. Apparently, well, yes. I mean... <laughs> So he's going to need an explanation. He's a, he's a very weird character. He looks like a, a weird guy. And I'm, I've, I've like a cool weird guy. He's a very cool guy. He's a very tragic, fascinating character. Okay. His, his father was called Hugh Everett, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he invented the parallel worlds theory. Oh. What? So cool. like, yeah. Which is the idea that there are multiple existing parallel universes so for every option or every decision we didn't make there's a someone making it in the parallel universe basically yeah interesting um, wow. yeah and i mean he had a really tragic childhood well not childhood, but tra- tragic growing up hood this he did yeah sorry so like his sister died his mother oh. died oh. his father committed suicide but, you know it was it's just really tragic and he writes some of those sad poignant broken-hearted songs he's also just a really funny dude hmm. and so mc honky going back to the point uh-huh. <laughs> was this weird like kind of odd hip-hop-y kind of alter ego okay that he created okay. but he insists is actually not him and i think to this day he still maintains that mc honky isn't him i like that but, interesting but it is him it's his chris Gaines, right I don't oh, know no. who Chris Gaines is, but I'm going to agree with that anyway. That's uh, <laughs> Garth Brooks's rock uh, okay. side project. And it's horrifying. Yep. I can imagine that would be absolutely horrifying. It is <laughs> real bad. Um, okay. Okay. Interesting. 
are eels? It's not the eels, right? It's eels. Well, it's both. Okay. I mean, do they still? He does. He still put stuff out. They under just that name? put out a new album. Oh, literally like a week or two ago. Hmm. Um, what? Okay. Yeah, the deconstruction, which I haven't heard. Okay. I kind of I, I love this band so much, and the early records I completely I'm headed over here in love with, but. He's a bit too prolific. Oh, totally. I understand uh, that. Yeah. yeah. Where you're just like, I, I cannot keep right. up. Like, I think he put out three albums in the space of like 15 months, a couple of a few what? years ago. And it, and he, you know, what I love about this album, which hopefully we'll hear, is every song is so distinctive and there's a real personality to it. Whereas in some of the later ones, it's just, oh, it's another Eels song. It's okay. kind of, it just sounds like another Eels song. Sure, sure, sure. So I, ha- I haven't got the courage. Prolific. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Is that like a major label putting that out mm, or is it like just him releasing when they're ready to go i think the latter i don't even know who he signed to anymore okay but this album was the first isn't trivia for you mm. the first ever record <laughs> released by dreamworks albums. yes i did just see that and that is very interesting which is kind of cool that is cool my boy jeffrey katzenberg oh god oh my god i'm sorry i clicked on their discography it is so long really yeah, hold on. I'm just going to turn yeah. the computer and scroll for you really quick. <laughs> wow. This is live albums, but oh, still. Yeah, and they, they do live albums too, which is, yeah, that's a lot of albums. Okay, this is crazy. It's It'd be a hard to keep albums. up with. The last two albums have been on eWorks, which leads me to believe it's a self. I think that's his own. Like a, yeah. his own label. The one, Three albums ago was on, oh, he had a bunch on Vagrant. Okay. Yeah, it was like DreamWorks, Vagrant. And now his own label, it looks like. Right. Does DreamWorks still exist as a label? I no don't idea. believe so. I can't imagine it does. But I assume there's two record labels now with just a bunch of subsidiaries, like like book right. publishing. Pretty well, much. And DreamWorks rolled up into Universal, so I have a hard time believing it still exists. Oh, mm. Defunct 2005. Okay. So it's done. Whoa. A long time ago. Yeah. Interesting. Like Founder. three years ago. We record these way in advance. Yeah. Steven Spielberg, <laughs> Jeffrey Katzenberg, and David, David Geffen. Are the founders of DreamWorks. Interesting. Jeffrey Katzenberg. I hate you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Ramsey. Wait. I know I did this in the last time. Do we know the name of the album? Oh, no, we don't. Actually, we haven't told... Or maybe we did. Beautiful Freak. Beautiful Freak. Okay. It didn't make it into my brain if you did say that. That's Show me fair. that album, Mark, please. Here you go. No. <laughs> Spooky. Uh, it is pretty spooky it's very mid 90s isn't it yeah. yeah it to be fair it feels like the ring before the ring existed right <laughs> yeah it's like it's not quite horror so it's a little girl with giant eyes and it's yeah. not quite like a keen painting um it's kind of spooky though but, i do agree yeah like they're almost like reptilian yeah big eyes too big too yeah. big not like a precious moments more spooky yeah that's what those things are called, right? I think she's kind of sweet. I mean, am I wrong? No, the eyes are scary. I mean, the eyes are scary, but... It's only the she, eyes. She looks yeah. innocent and sad. Does she not have legs? I'm just realizing. She's crawling. She's just crawling. <laughs> I don't know. It's this beautiful freak right next to she's her. She's just crawling. I'm sorry. Maybe she's like a snake lady. Or she'll grow up. She has legs. Okay. Well, maybe she doesn't have legs. She Prove it. She has legs. Prove I, it. I think she does too, but... Is knows? that a flower on the ground? In front yes. Of yeah. I think it's a dead flower. Do you need me to turn up the brightness here? There you go. Okay. 
I, I still can't tell if this is a photo or a very it's realistic an illustration. drawing. This it's was, an illustration. I think this was back in the days when everyone was like morphing things on, yeah. on sure and black and white by Michael Jackson. Right, <laughs> and they just made those eyes big, and you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, early Photoshop. Yeah, very much. I like the so. typography. Yeah, I do really like the logo. All right, turn around. Great, goodbye. I'm getting me. this spooky image away from you. I want to sleep tonight. Okay, great. Um, Ramsey, knowing the one song you know by this <laughs> band, what do you think this is going to sound like? Uh, can you just play a little bit of Hospital Food? Sure, why so, not? So that the world knows what I have going into this? <laughs> I don't know that song, so. It's such a weird song. I don't know what Reed was doing. We'll have to have him on this podcast and ask him. Yeah. Do you know this band at all, Heather? Not really. Okay. So you also won't know if this is a good representation nope. at all. What? <laughs> Sounds very uh, Twin Peaks soundtracky. This is an upright bass? What is happening? It's so weird. It sounds like a Beck song. Yeah. There's, there's a big correlation between Beck and Eels. Okay. All right. Okay. Glad I got that right off the bat. Like, if there's a song that I don't know that I think sounds like Eels, it's probably Beck. Okay. Oh, no. Wow. This is what it's like to do the show. Heather is reacting to a song that I know. I don't like that. And she doesn't like it. You have to wait for the chorus. Okay. sounds like Beck, but more jazz, which is two things I don't like. <laughs> jazz is amazing. Don't diss jazz. I can't. I, I cannot get into it. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm mad. I hated that. That's the chorus. I hated that so much. This part's fine. It's the main part. Now I'm very concerned for the rest of this episode so, so, after so, so, hearing so, this. This song is from their second record called Electroshock Blues, which was all about the suicide of his sister. Oh, God. <sighs> so, and it's, again, bleak and tragic, and this is the light, one of the lighthearted kind of, but still... I yeah. know that. All just right. like, yeah, miserable songs. Okay. So, this guy's had a life. Yeah. Okay, we've had I've had enough of this song. I turned it off. Great, it's still happening. You need to um, pause it. <laughs> I oh, uh, we're paused. Okay. Um, okay, wait, but in context for this band, Misha, how do you feel about that song? That's a good question. I don't think it's very representative. Okay. To be honest. Okay. 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 And you said this is the second album. The one we're listening to is is the first, first album. The first album. Okay. Their, their debut. Okay. okay. <laughs> Fancy. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, so like right. you hearing that now, I, I'm stressed out. You, you and I are on the same level right I now. I have no idea what this album's going to sound like. Me really. Either. I think you might be pleasantly surprised. Okay, great. I mean, it's got to be and better you, than that song. You'll, you'll know the first song. Okay. I'm sure. I bet I don't. Here we go. Here we go. What's it called? Novocaine for the Soul. Record It's sounds. playing. Hold on. <laughs> Already like it more. Yep. <laughs> Spooky. Matches the album cover. True. Ghostbusters theme. <laughs> Life is hard. And so am I. 
mm. infinitely like this more. Better give me something so I don't die. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, you know it. I do know the song, and it's better. <laughs> I feel confident that I've heard the the quote "Life is hard, and so am I" somewhere. I don't know if I've heard the actual song though. Was it from a teenager talking about their boner? Um, I tend to avoid those situations. <laughs> I mean, I mostly meant when you were a teenager, but still, I tried to avoid that too. <laughs> also, fair, <laughs> same. Probably a yearbook quote. Yeah. Nice. It was one second too long. No, I like it. (laughs) Oh, no, that was perfect. (laughs) Do you know that song, uh, She's Got the Look, from the 80s? There's a moment where it drops out and it goes on for four seconds longer than it should. Oh, no. It's really (laughs) crazy. I do know the song, but I don't know why I do. Just from existing. It was huge. Okay. Oh, that that filter was everywhere back then. (laughs) And what says 96? This is like right in the grunge kind of... Yeah. Yeah. But they never were quite grunge and they were never quite rock. They, they, They don't fit anywhere really which is interesting i think yeah that was actually gonna be my next question is like who would we think of as like contemporaries i mean i think when ramsey said beck what did you say Beck? i can't remember you said Beck. like there is definitely a similarity there i much prefer eels to beck okay i'm not i'm not a big fan um i always think of wilco being in the same genre but i don't really know that band very well they seem more country to me okay i might be wrong but maybe tangential yeah absolutely Interesting. Um, was this the uh, the single that you bought? The song. This was the single. Okay. Yes. And there's actually a great B side on that single, which maybe we can play at the end of this. Okay. Um, but yeah, and I, you know, I bought the CD, and I, and that was the, honestly the first band, a contemporary band that still existed, <laughs> that had just started out, and I got into when they were just starting out. Everything else until that point had been other bands that were either broken up or like been going for twenty years or right. whatever. So. I was there for the beginning for these guys. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. This is called Susan's House. I did see something Which when I was just looking. Yeah, I do not like that bass, I gotta say. Uh, I did see something about this cover ending up looking... Oh, here it is. Um, Everett had suggested having a little girl with big eyes on the cover. The girl that came to have her picture taken incidentally looked like quote a miniature version of Susan to Everett a girlfriend of a few years before the subject of this song interesting thanks Wikipedia (laughs) people say that back then she really wasn't that crazy Um, I don't like when people talk on socks (laughs) Ramsey does hate that going over to Susan's house Hmm. what's happening there's a sample here. I'm not sure what it's from, but yes. there's a sample on this song that's from like a old, much older song. Yeah. It feels very 70s to mm-hmm. me. Down by the donut I love this verse. Oh, 
play the game Dream no not Dreamweb Darkseed the computer game Darkseed no it was like a really creepy computer (laughs) game and there was artwork by H.R. Geiger oh god which was kind of crazy but this song always reminds me of that game oh man very similar kind of music to it whoa Uh, the samples Gladys Knight and the pips oh, love got there. Got way. there. Okay. Oh, those children. I think that's the first mention of Baywatch on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's almost certainly true. Would I know the name of whoever produced this? It's well done. There's a lot going on. I don't know these people. John Brion. Oh, John Brian. John Brian. He's the best. We pronounce it with an A? Yeah. Solidly an O in that last name. Uh, I love John Brian so much. What is he? What else does he produce? Uh, like he's mostly known for soundtrack stuff. Uh, Why are we pronouncing that Brian and not questioning it? Anyways. I know that's what it is. Fine. Uh, Oh, yeah. He did Magnolia. Oh, Magnolia is an incredible soundtrack. Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine. I heard Huckabees. uh, I went to a concert of his at the Warsaw, and it's the most amazing show I've ever been to. He does a lot of things. He's just like a savant. Okay. I just dropped my phone on the floor. Okay. And uh, so, like, you yell out, a Beach Boy song, and he will go to every instrument and play it himself with a loop pedal and do an amazing. That's awesome. I mean, that's not surprising if you told me the dude who scores P.T. Anderson films is like yeah. a weirdo who can do that. I'd be like, yeah, that feels right. Uh, my wife texted from the other room, dated Fiona Apple in all caps. John Bryan? Yeah, he produced a couple of. Is that why we too. know how to pronounce his last name? Because it's wrong. <laughs> All right, I will get you in touch with John Bryan somehow. Thank you, everyone. Why does it have an O when we pronounce it Bryan? <laughs> I have a bootleg of John Bryan and E doing a show, and it's amazing. That's cool. I want to hear that bootleg. Right, I can send it to you. Cool. <laughs> Wait, did we confess to a crime on, on this podcast? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. There's a spider crawling to be fair, I do like this more now that I know. Like, I... Like, Magnolia is, like, a very early movie that I, like, weirdly loved when no one else that I went to school with loved. <laughs> I watched that with my mom. We rented it from Hollywood Video. Oh, oh no. Oh, I'm gonna get a fucking hives thinking about that. We both enjoyed it. Uh, including the scene where he jerks off on the wall? What... Is that not Magnolia? Are you thinking of the squid and the whale? No. I don't remember that. Isn't that a thing that had blocked out? I don't that remember out? that. Magnolia is a Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. Yeah. But so, is cool. it Seymour Hoffman in it? Yeah. Am I fucking this up? I don't remember that. It's possible. Mm, I don't remember. If Mo could text us from the other room and let me know if that's correct, that'd she, be great. She is texting, <laughs> but she's more not sure if he did date Fiona Apple or not. I mean, that feels right. 
there's an amazing I mean what I love about Eels especially they're a great live band and I have bootlegs not the same one with John Bryan on it <laughs> but where they play this song for like 12 minutes this song right this here this song yeah and they just go into these really excruciating long, long like guitar <laughs> solos and I think it does it to fuck with the audience a little bit and it's amazing I mean I like that kind of thing I went to see them once in 2000 and one-ish, two-ish in London and they played no songs that anybody knew they played the entire new album that wasn't out yet and then one song that's coming up in a bit on this record and that was it wow and I loved it but my (laughs) friend who I went hated it I mean I can see both sides of that I like this song the most so far yeah this is a good song this is a good song there's a great bit coming up as well I remember getting this when I was like 15 years old and there's there's some swearing in it and I was like this is so rebellious (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right turn it up I love this part and one day I'll come through my American dream but it won't mean a fucking thing no no I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry <laughs> uh, listeners of the show know that when I got the Green Day Dookie album I made my dad send it back to the Columbia Music House. Because it had was, too much swearing. There's the curse word in the first song. Yeah. It was too gentle. When Ramsey and I did that episode, we really realized where our lives split. <laughs> That's really cute, though. I like that. Yeah, it was pretty cute. It wasn't cool. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the only swear word on this album. Oh. Does it still get you an explicit tag? Oh, man, you don't, you don't need to worry about that I mean, Over, overseas. Not anymore, right? No. Yeah. This album is not marked. Oh, no, no, no. The first song is marked explicit on Spotify, and none of the rest Whoa. are. Really? Yeah. It's weird. I hope somebody gets fired for that. I'm still really stressed out about this jerking off on a wall thing. Now I can't remember if it's a Todd Salons movie or a P.T. Anderson movie. That could be movie. happiness, right? <gasps> it is happiness, not Magnolia. Oh, my okay. God. Thank you. It's happiness. That's that's such a bleak film. Okay, we got there. I've never seen happiness. It was another movie I was weird and darkly obsessed with in high school. Okay, thank you. Thank you. No Amy Mann on that soundtrack. No Amy Mann on that soundtrack. Oh, I like that Amy Mann song. Yeah, that was good. From Magnolia? Yeah. so good. That whole soundtrack is so good. Thanks, John Bryon. No. (laughs) Bryon. (laughs) Bryon. Oh, God. Debut. (laughs) Stars doesn't mean to go on (laughs) So this is the title track And this is always a song I like least Okay, interesting And I still like it But it just It always jarred me slightly I don't know why Did he say Beautiful Freak in a different song too? In the last song? No Okay Uh Mo has texted me. He did produce Fiona Apple. Is it about that? No, that he Fiona dated Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, uh, this not all. John Bryan. Okay, all right, fair enough. We got there, everyone. Yep. Some people think you have a problem. Wow, I'm I'm mostly obsessed with John Bryan after this podcast. He did also most recently did the soundtrack for Lady Bird. Yep. He also produced um, Amy Mann multiple albums. Mm-hmm. He did the Step Brothers and soundtrack. Kanye West late registration. He's amazing. Excuse what? you? Yes. He is an incredible producer and Damn. Uh, I think he wants to do his own thing but just it never took off for him. Amazing. 
He, but he's an amazing. If, if you ever get a chance to see him live, you gotta go do it. Incredible. Too good for this world. This does really stand out as a different song, right? Of the five I've heard. So sure, far. I agree. I'm not sure why. There's, it's the melody to me just sounds like it's a little bit off. Yeah. Um, I'm what, sure that's deliberate. But. Does Does E play the piano here? Yeah. And then guitar as well, I, I assume? I would have thought. So there were like two other people on this album. There was Tommy, who was like the bassist, and then Butch, who was the drummer. And Tommy left after the first record, and Butch left after a few, and then it just became like... His thing. E and his like cast of Merry right. Men or whatever. This is a... I don't know if you would know this, but was there any kind of collaboration at the start? Or was I it always Stone running the show? Think so it was oh, just him doing right. everything. Um, I think actually a couple he wrote a couple of songs with John O'Brien. Brion. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I this mainly E. Um Ramsey. Yep. Did you watch season one of Love? Oh. Uh, I'm only a few episodes in. Oh, okay. Uh, well, are you, have you got to episode four? I, I might be <laughs> have just watched it or about to watch that one. Okay, well, this guy, Mark Oliver Everett, he pre- he forgot the word I wanted to say, was in. Okay. <laughs> Go with that. Uh, season one, episode four. Whoever wrote this wrote series one. It's not how we say it in America. No. Season one, episode season. four of Love. Playing a cover of Jet. Just gonna put that out there what? for you as Ramsey bait. There's some. <laughs> I, I, I like Love, and I, he, I do he, like he Love is, too. I don't remember yeah. him playing that song. Me, I, mean, I don't remember that at all. But I also like That's Love. Some a plus Ramsey bait. There you go. I just put that bait down, and you can do what you want with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first lyric of this is amazing. Again, I'm a lyrics guy, right? So yeah, it's it's just so awesome. I won't spoil it. I like this guitar also. Yeah. And again, they play like 10 minute versions of this song live too, and it's just mind blowing. That was a good line. Isn't yeah. that great? Yeah. yeah. That is, uh, I like that line. When I'm, what I'm about to say makes it sound like I don't like that line. I do like that line. It's like three degrees away from like the. Uh, there was a t shirt at Hot Topic that said like normal people scare me. Yeah. Like it's it's like almost that, but, right. but a better version of that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we talk a lot about Hot Topic shirts on this show. It's fair. It's era appropriate, I guess. Yeah. Do they still exist? They, there aren't any left, are there? I, I don't know if they exist in physical malls. I haven't been to a mall in a long time, but they definitely still exist. And here's why I know: they do all the merch for Riverdale <laughs> and other shit like that. Uh, I only know because of Riverdale specifically recently. Maybe bought a cool Jughead shirt, but um, I don't know if they exist in a physical form. I bet they do. I bet they do in the middle of the country. Yeah. No shade. It's the only place where you can get Nightmare Before Christmas shirts. Yeah, no shade. We just don't really have malls in Brooklyn. Yeah. This is a pretty song. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's 
dark as well, which I like. <laughs> I'm still kind of reeling from the couple of details you gave me about this guy's early life. Oh, honestly, he, he wrote an autobiography, actually. Oh, man. Called Things the Grandchildren Should Know. <laughs> and at that, that, that time, he didn't have... He's now married with a kid, which yeah. happened recently. Um, but at the time he wrote it, which is maybe... 10 or so years ago he didn't so it's an ironic title right um, it's an incredible book yeah he had he became a first time father at 54 wow ooh with his then wife so his divorce sense oh no <laughs> sorry. I didn't know that sorry to tell you what's the kid's name is it normal don't know doesn't say okay oh wait yes it does Archie great name great name there you go Riverdale yeah wheels within wheels Damn, yeah, and also all this tragic shit in his life happened very, like, in very rapid succession. His dad died, his sister committed suicide in 1996, his mother died in 1998. How old was he at that time, approximately? So he was about 35 when he made this album, so he was like 33-ish. Yeah. I, I, for whatever reason, was picturing it those events earlier. Right. But that's... I mean, it's not, like, less sad that it happened later in his life. And then his cousin was a flight attendant on the plane that struck the Pentagon during 9-11, where his father used to work. Like, he's got this life that is so ridiculous, it seems made up. Yeah. You couldn't create this character for a movie or a novel and then have it be believable. Exactly. Tone it down a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Right. We get it. He's sad. Wow. Um, so like the easy way for me to compare his voice would be it's a little Becky but I'm gonna go a little bit deeper and say kind of sounds like John Ryan's solo album (laughs) oh no which I would recommend when did that come out Uh, early 2000s okay he's only done one Hmm. I'm shocked that this ended up tapping into something that I actually actually knew 2001 That's part of the song, right? Yes. Because it sounded like it could be something went that wrong we with we fucked my... up with a oh, wire. No, no, yep. this is part of the song, yeah. Okay. Banjo. Oh, no. So this is the one song he played that time I saw him. He didn't play any old songs. This okay. is the one. And he reinvents this all the time, live. This sounds a little familiar to me. Because it sounds like a unicorn song. Uh... But also, I think I might know this song. What is this called? My beloved, My beloved monster. monster. I think I do know this. Song. Oh, I definitely know this song. It's in Shrek. But we're like losing some of the lyrics. Here. Yeah, it's weird. I think that's a channel thing. Uh, oh, that's uh, not helping. Uh, uh. Yeah, because I think all the lyrics are on the right channel, and it, I remember I worked in this record store in, in England, and then. I put this record on yeah. and I didn't realize that one of the speakers wasn't working. <laughs> and, I oh, thought, and I thought I discovered this incredible version of this album where it was like a semi-instrumental version of this song. But and really it was, your headphones were And just really it was just like that one speaker wasn't connected. That happened to me with uh, the Beatles one. Right. With the Yellow Submarine. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> or no, Elner Rigby. I love that song. It's a good song. 
I think I got it there. Uh, I think this is on the Shrek soundtrack for real. I'm yes, I think it is. Yeah, he's put a lot of songs because it's DreamWorks. Right. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. So, like, had a lot of songs on Dream on the, the, the Shrek soundtrack. You guys are trying to act like you don't know it's on the Shrek soundtrack. That's I, fine. Oh, wait. It isn't. It is a suggested Google search. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, I don't know if it's on the. It's in the movie. It's in the movie. You're right. Uh, I discovered Rufus Wainwright from the Shrek soundtrack. That's fair. The Shrek soundtrack is It was really shockingly good. good. Yeah. I'm going to Google the first Shrek, Shrek soundtrack. I can even tell you that in the movie, they're blowing up frogs as balloons when yeah. they're playing the song. That's awesome. I think it's a... It's a little montage montage is the word i was looking for the thank Fre- you montage montage <laughs> debut <laughs> jean brown <laughs> i love it <laughs> i actually hate you i don't know if i've completely messed up our uh, stereo now it sounds okay to me but we're gonna need me to tell us <laughs> sounds all right so far all right this is a really really gorgeous song i think is that being strummed I don't know is that a piano no Turn the ugly light off, God. we'll never know Wanna feel the night. it's not a piano I can tell you that what song is this don't you think flower don't you think that I see what it's all I like the sound of yeah I do too hard to look the other way like what I think is great about him that he writes quite simple songs and the lyrics aren't like crazy intense or ridiculous right. but they're so powerful and effective both musically and lyrically they, it feels like they all kind of build mm. as opposed to like starting at 10 right For me, like, this album specifically, all the songs are so distinctive, and they all fit together so yeah. well, and, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of everything he's done on the whole, but, like, towards the, the more recent years, they just sound like your songs. Right. And sure. Not, I, I couldn't honestly tell you what the last, like, four albums are called, or really many songs on them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, you saying that he did... Whether it's like an exaggeration or not, three albums in 15 months. No, yeah, I think he literally did that because it, like, it was a trilogy. It was a three-part. Wow. Yeah, it's like at the record label would say, "We'll just pick the good songs right. and put one album out," but you, you don't have to. I'm gonna win. But maybe you should. I don't know. One of those records was great. It was called End Times. It was just super bleak and super depressing. First one was called Hombre Lobo, and it was about a werewolf. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? Right. Yeah, I think that that just means man wolf, right? right. Hombre Lobo. Yes, correct. But if you're a cowboy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still not over that this is on the same label as Shrek. So they were just like, oh, let's just shove this song over here. Yeah, right. synergy. Okay, I'm going to date this podcast by saying this, but I just recently had to go to the upfronts for the first time ever in my life. 
For people, for listeners who do not know what the upfronts are, it is when television networks show their slate of TV shows for the new year to get advertisers to advertise on them. I swear to God, going to the upfronts felt like I was in a Silicon Valley like sketch. Like it literally was people on stage just going like, Synergy, Gen X, Millennials, Digital Extensions. Like I truly thought experience. Yes, truly thought my life was a bit. It was ridiculous. (laughs) Sounds like hell. I questioned every step in my career I had made to get to that point. (laughs) Oh boy, this song was on that single. The first thing. Oh, the one you had? Okay. Yeah. And again, I love this one. Did you like growing up in a place where you didn't have to worry about getting imports for your CD singles? Different imports. Different imports. Yeah. Yeah. American imports. We didn't get different Bs. Oh, wait, no. And we also I forgot how this works. Yeah, it goes the other way too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also got movies released way after you did. (laughs) Like, it's evened out now, but... Yeah, you yeah. guys get them before us sometimes now. I mean, yeah. well, you live here now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. Lump you in. But you also, like, well, one of your parents is American, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you grew up liking American stuff. You said you liked Bruce right. Magazine and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. you were actively seeking that stuff out. I suppose. Sure. This song sounds familiar. Hey, you. Is it in Scrubs? I know my clothes are not right. Honestly, this does feel like a band that would have been a yeah. I'm really terrible at guitar, but I can play this song. Interesting. <laughs> I like the organ. Feels were on scrubs, but I don't think it was this song. Fresh feeling was on scrubs. Not the latest one. Heels were on scrubs. This is a weird sentence. <laughs> Harmonica? Does E. Has he ever commented on Beck and how much. I don't know, actually. That's a good question. Maybe they're the same person. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, him. Have they ever been photographed e together? And MC Honky? Right, yeah. Oh. Now you've, you've solved it. Ooh, got there. <laughs> I like this though. I don't actually know this, but I do like Shrek. it. I'm sorry, did he just say Shrek? Did sound like a <laughs> track. Okay, just checking. Are all four tracks on that single on the album? No. Okay. And just the, one the two? One, well, and there's another version of My Beloved Monster. Oh, okay. Like cool. a live studio cool, version. Cool, cool. And then there's a song at the end, which I would like to play. Okay. Yeah. Called Sucker. <gasps> yeah. And I. <laughs> and I remember like my parents went, oh that's a naughty title <laughs> but it's like it's, it's honestly it's if it, it, I mean I love sad songs you, you know and it's one of the, same. <laughs> one of the saddest songs I've ever heard in my I'm life alright right. ready this is a mellow album it yeah. is pretty mellow, although you say that and the next song is not going to be that mellow. Oh. Okay, okay. Set myself up. <laughs> I mean this in a positive way. To me, this is like a Sunday morning album. Yeah. You yeah. say that now. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens well, next. Maybe that's when I'm ready for lunch on a Sunday, not a Sunday morning anymore. <laughs> TBD, we'll see. Lunch is when you get crazy on Sunday? Yeah, so I start getting wild. Wow. <laughs> Out to do my laundry. <laughs> that's what that's when it happens on Sunday at noon. 
mental. Okay. Bobbing her shoulders over here. True. And we're not not chill yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's still Sunday over here. It's like I got a wire crossed upstairs. But all I want is just a little truth, and that's it. You ready? <laughs> what is it, lunchtime? <laughs> I mean, for this album, it's I was not able to, like, track where that organ was going to go. There was a... That funkiness? Yeah. I want to say a fifth or a seventh in there that was uh, throwing me off. Music theory on you. I don't know what you're saying. That's like a minor. Like, I don't mean this in a negative way. It doesn't remind me of a lot of other things I like. But it's to be very, a lot of those things could have been influenced by this album, and I just didn't know it, to right. be fair. Yeah, this, this experience is teaching me that my friend Reed is bad at recommending songs. Yeah, Reed, come I mean, on. It's a really weird song to recommend. Yeah, honestly. I, I can think of four other songs from this album that he should have recommended first i've been writing this band off because i thought they did weird bad sounding jazz songs (laughs) we're gonna have read on the podcast to explain himself (laughs) we're gonna have a trial for read then he's just gonna make us both listen to nine inch nails he is read if you're listening to this we we love you Yeah, you don't need to. Just... Read was more skeptical than I was. Oh, no, Let that's... the record show. It wasn't skepticism. It's like, do I even need to say that to my friend Reed? He knows. What did he say? Oh, yeah, you should always tell your friends you love them. Before it's too late. God. Sorry. Darker than I meant it to be. He's Sister Suicide. Really great to you. It's this album doing this to me. There's a lot of mental health in this album, which I think is actually That's quite good. And very forward thinking for 1996. Wow. I was in sixth grade. I didn't know what mental health was. Nope. Just Frazier. Is this American? What? Is this American? Who? Is this band? Oh, yes. American. Yes, sorry. From California, LA. Oh, okay. Echo Park, hence the reference in the second song. Oh, okay. I've been there. FYI. Great. <laughs> Actually, I usually stay on the east side of LA when I go. I go park, Stillis, Silver Lake. He lives in Los Stillis. Oh. I like the east side of LA. I don't really like the rest of it very much. Tacos. It's just too big for me. It's huge. I can't put it together. Yeah. There's deserts and stuff. Yes. Man was not meant to live there. That, I mean, that's literally accurate. Whoa. I mean, to be fair, New York is a hellhole also. So just don't worry. We're not just parroting ULA. There's trash everywhere here. Yeah. <laughs> Nowhere is good. Everywhere is bad. We should all move to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Can't 
gets cold in Chicago. Yeah. It's so cold. But they have Hamilton now. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of for a while. Spunky don't like her uniform. I was not. I okay. So I was looking at the song title, and I was not ready for that to be the first lyric. What's the title? Spunky. Okay. Is Spunky a person? I think so. Okay. They, they have a uniform. Yeah. It's actually a really gorgeous song it's about It's beautiful, like, to be fair. There's a little, there's a verse in here, you'll hear it in a bit, and it's a line, it's just so great. This is weird, but the fact that it's not a real piano is bothering me. Is it a toy piano? It's a keyboard of some okay. kind. It's definitely a synthesized piano. Because he plays toy pianos too sometimes mm. and weird things like that. I'm okay with it as like a conscious choice. I didn't know it wasn't a real piano. Spunky I might be wrong. Bright red wig, eating chocolate chip mint ice cream. <laughs> Who doesn't? A cat named Lola with a violent past is balled up asleep across her knees. There's a cat balled up it's in this river. Free for all, free for all, free for all. It's free for all you and me. Strings though, so what do I know? <laughs> I'd be surprised if it was fake, to be honest, but I, I got better. Might just be John Bryan's compression. On the <laughs> How dare you! This feels like a closer, but I. Is it? No. Okay. I do. I do agree. It feels mm. like her own little way. Turning in her old uniform, cause you know it really didn't pay. Cause it's a free for all, free for all. Yeah, I do really. Like it's really pretty. It's a free for all you and But also really simple again. Yeah. yeah. It's just. I walk through the world. Yeah, it's, it's bordering on. on too repetitive, but not quite hitting that. Mm. It's in the three, four time. <laughs> this is like a little reductive of it, but like you did mention scrubs and i really loved the tv show scrubs and the soundtracks of that show like the episodes were or season not episodes were series. so good serious fuck you <laughs> um and, it, and it's funny to me that some came out in 1996 i feel like it sounds like a lot of those other bands on those soundtracks which were like two three yeah. four five um i'm trying to think of other examples i'm like kind of trying to look it up but like the garden state soundtrack kind of like Joseph Arthur, old 97s. Like, it does kind of fit in that group of artists right. for me, but it's like eight years prior, right. which is interesting to me. Granted, he's so prolific, he was still putting out music then. I was just going to say, this is an amazing line that you, you missed the beginning of it. Start it over. Hold on. Do it. Okay. No, please. It kind of sounds like a Bond theme. It does. This is so good. 
yeah, I mean, this album is 1996 Yeah, it could have, it could have gone into Nine Inch Nails territory and right. been like embraced that darkness, but it never quite gets that far. It, we're nowhere near wow. that far. Wait till the second album. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay with you if I don't? Yeah, fine. <laughs> But they released this as a single, and that's it's a weird choice, I think. It's not single material. What would your choice be? Okay. I would have put, like, mental, maybe. Okay. Fair. Wait, what were singles from? Hold on, let me go back to those. Okay. Yeah, it was No Name for the Soul, sure. Susan's House. Yep. Your Lucky Day in Hell, which Ooh, is this song. Rags yeah. to Rags. Oh, was that a song? Oh, yeah. Apparently. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, also, Susan's House was a single released on my birthday. Just saying. <laughs> I would have done the rags. monster one. The which? Monster. Oh, yeah. That was great. What I, were the I words before that one? What were the... It's not my favorite monster, but what is it? My beloved monster. My beloved monster. Yeah, it was Novocaine, Susan's House, Rags to Rags, Your Lucky Day in Hell, this one. And then I put it in my headphones. No one can see that. Yep. And Beautiful Freak. Interesting. I have a I like bootlegs so you can maybe tell but I have a bootleg of him playing this no, uh, my beloved monster and it starts off just singing my girl like you know oh, okay, I fun. guess yeah. you say, instead of saying my girl like my beloved monster and it was just so funny. so funny that's really funny there I don't I'm not super into bootlegs though but there are certain bands where either I've seen them enough times that I know the weird like live versions that they right. do or they have put out live albums I, do, I love little weird things like that I feel like there are there are very few artists like that like Kevin Devine is probably one of them for me um who else there's a couple of others probably but that's the main thing I can think of and that's why I like Eels so much with every every tour is different yeah. you don't know what you're gonna get and like it can be full on rock show and like transform these songs maybe not quite like this one but similar right. to crazy like fast-paced right. rock anthems or it could be eels and strings which i saw in chicago oh, in 2005 where it was just that's so a whole orchestra with him you know it, it's, that's cool great i feel like the only other person like artists i've seen do that it like take their actual songs that don't involve like an orchestra and do that is i've seen wk do that wow yeah which is i saw it at joe's pub it was very interesting I can't even imagine that. It's kind of great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be Ski Cramsey here for a second. Uh-huh. And uh, on Weird Al's current tour, uh, the set lists are all pretty similar, but at the end he does a different cover every single night. But that's fun. Like it's a, like not a parody, but like just a full straight cover. cover yeah. yeah. That's it. But he's like every single night it's a different song. Yeah, I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. What kind of songs? Uh, like Neil Young, Cinnamon Girl, <laughs> Dancing Queen by Abba. It seems to be stuff that, like, when he, like, 70s, 80s, like, when he was listening to all kinds of music. Right.
This is the final track we have to see. <laughs> got very NPR DJ on me. It was just like a long oh, no. fade out called Manchild. I forgot about this song. I thought that was the last track. And actually, I love this song, but I forgot about it. Okay. Which is terrible. <laughs> Whatever. And this is also quite miserable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, just from like phone recording of somebody saying, I'm not having any fun. I could tell what I was in for. And this reminds me of Everybody Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. This still just reminds me of the unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> and every time you crave for me, I'm here. And anything you hunger for, mm. I'll share. Doom, and doom. I will yeah, right? quietly yeah. standing by. I can only hear that R.E.M. song. So I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> I've heard this song somewhere. Probably the Shrek soundtrack. Is it on there too? No, I, no. I Shrek do. 2. No, I feel like I've definitely heard this song. Like it's called Manchild. You have to look it up because if I look it up, it'll do the bonk. Every time I talk to you, you're down. I love that. And every time you need a laugh, I'm around. <laughs> and when you forget I'm here. Do you want to know what the circumstances of that recording? Yeah, were? I have no idea. Yeah, did someone just break up with him via voicemail? I love it. Forgot. depressing comment of somebody theorizing that this is about his sister committing suicide and that the phone logs are from her. Oh no. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my stomach hurts. When did she commit suicide? Like 2008. Oh no, it couldn't have been. No, no, it wasn't 2008. It was way before that. Oh, this was in an episode of Futurama. Oh <laughs> shit. Okay. The last episode of Futurama. Oh, I'm sorry. She committed suicide in 1996. Okay, okay. It could be her. It could be her. Well, now I'm depressed. <laughs> Fuck. It was already a sad song. Uh, now I'm really sad if that's true. Well, now it's even sadder because Futurama ended and they played this song. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> I haven't seen that last episode. I need to watch that. Yeah. It was a good one. I was actually just going to pull up Genius to see if it knows what it's saying here. Is that the end there? Yes, it's the end. 
end. <laughs> oh, that was a sad song. That was sad. I think it's quite a haunting way to end an album. Yeah. It really you know, is. It's just like, oh, okay. Especially if that's his sister. I mean, yeah. that's just what one commenter on Genius.com. Yeah, but now it, that is what I assume it is, and now I'm depressed. Right. It's. I mean, haunting is the perfect word for that. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. Um, okay, well, now I have to go lay on the floor for a little while. <laughs> Oh, this is like that time we did Death Cab, and I laid down on the couch. You did lay down during that one. Um, wow. So I will say, all this had to do was be better than hospital food. Mission Ooh, accomplished. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah. Lower the oh, banner. Wait, wait, what was the other song you wanted oh, yeah, to play? Yeah, the B side. Oh, yeah. Um, Fucker. Fucker. Which was the, the fourth song on Nova Came for the Soul single, and the only one that isn't on the album. <laughs> okay the album that i'm finding it on on spotify is called useless trinkets that's a good b-side for a b-sides album which is adorable <laughs> also say the title again fucker yeah okay it's better in misha's accent than mine <laughs> <laughs> i already love this yeah Yeah, I feel like I could already say there's at least one track on that album we could cut and put this on instead. Mm. Yeah. If he wants any notes. <laughs> bit too late now. <laughs> <laughs> this bit kills me. Yeah. yeah. I think we've had an album. Wait for it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much because that's such a genuine feeling. Yeah. Right. Oh, I have but, all these but, emotions. I love you. Fuck you. <laughs> I think it's like I hate you because I love you yeah, so much. Yeah, exactly. I hate not, you. I, like, right. yeah. It's yeah, it's wonderful. Oh, that's good. I love that. We haven't had an album that I felt guiltier talking over. It's yeah, so slow, but like in a good way. I love that. And contemplative. Great. Loved it. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Yeah. You, you've definitely improved my my vision yeah, of what I, eels I, could I be. I don't understand of any song <laughs> that you could choose by eels. It's why really you funny. would pay hospital food. The, the bar was it's set so, so low weird. for you. <laughs> That's so weird that that was your intro. Um, that I song. Fit, it, it was a single. Yeah, what? That song may, yeah. sucks. So maybe it just come out and that's, that's so why baffling. I, I, yeah. I, uh, yeah, even the fact that I'd heard the Shrek song and downloaded that song, I still didn't associate it with the same band. Oh, right. Interesting. Um, on Spotify, the related artists are like 
granddaddy and oh, the granddaddy dandy warhols and badly sense. drawn boy mm, okay. and sparkle horse which all do make sense to me i see sparkle horse and granddaddy definitely dandy warhol is not so much. i mean maybe that one song but, yeah. <laughs> i don't know sparkle horse uh that makes sense okay <laughs> even more depressing yeah okay. i'm good he killed himself i think didn't he oh my god Mar- i don't know Margling the horse <laughs> the sparkle horse yeah the, no I, Mark, 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 Mark Linkus I think his name is and I, think I don't he know committed suicide that's so ago. sad I don't know but when I google him it comes up with the flaming looks and Elliot Smith and the eels so that feels right mm. um great well now I'm really fucking depressed let's see uh oh hang on depressed i wouldn't listen to the next album <laughs> that's all yeah, I'm you're really say. waving us away out from that next I, album honestly i'm gonna cut some of this silence out but okay great i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna end on a happier note hold on and you're right the lead singer sparklers did kill himself okay we'll see. when uh 2010 okay heather give me the uh input uh. <laughs> this is John Bryan. Oh. This is him doing Stairway to Heaven all by himself. He's doing every instrument right now That's with insane. a loop pedal. Skip ahead. That's him singing. This is just him? He's the only person on stage. That's ridiculous. He has built it instrument by instrument. Live? Live. Okay. I mean, I've seen people do that, but not for songs this complex. I can't imagine what kind of mind you have to have to make that I work. Yeah. Uh-uh. I mean, just devise that. Huh. Yep. Okay. Well, turns out I love this guy who I contest the pronunciation of his last name. <laughs> yep, that is fair. Okay, so uh, Ramsey. He's still alive. He did not kill himself like that guy from Sparklers. Yeah, he just, just did the Ladybird soundtrack. Yeah, I just wanted to take his back and disuse okay. it. That's fine. It's empty. Yep. You dropped an empty can on the floor. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's plug a bunch of stuff. Well, you have to tell us how you feel about this album. Oh, I did. It's good. Okay, great. I liked it. Uh, <laughs> it's better than hospital food. I wanted it in more okay, I apologize. consistent formatting. Uh, I liked it. I would, I'm not going to listen to the second album. It sounds like I should avoid that one. Third one's good. Third one. And the fourth. Okay. But where where do I Just stop? Skip number two. I would stop at maybe like number seven okay. or eight. That's a good lot of podcasts. Or and it's not to say they're bad albums. albums. It's just different. Yeah. They're just not <coughs> great pieces of art, I guess. I, I understand. Mm. Well, they, they're very good albums, very good songs, but they're just not. I don't know. Are there it's DJ weird. Honky albums? There is one MC Honky album. MC. Yes. <laughs> dare you <laughs> so sorry it's pretty fun i like it okay and there's a song called two turntables and three microphones which is a riff off 
something of uh, the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Oh wait, that's a Beck reference. A Beck reference. That is the Beck comment I wanted. Okay. Yeah, and it's hilarious. All right. Oh yeah. I really. Well, that's embarrassing that I thought I was Beastie Boys. Whatever. I've had like four hundred beers at this point. It's fine. I had two beers before I got here. Oh. Goodness. Misha was late. late. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. It's on my fault. (laughs) It's Misha's fault. I had four beers tonight. Uh, Heather, this is your first time hearing this album. Loved it. Yeah? I mean, I knew two songs, apparently. Mm -hmm. But I liked those songs, and I liked the rest of this album. Are you going to listen to other, not the second album? Honestly, I love depressing music. I probably will listen to the second episode. Oh, God damn it album we keep both calling I mean, it yeah. but that, 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 there are moments of like lightness on the, the yeah. second Absolutely. album too I yeah mean, like it's oh. not all completely depressing but yeah well and i mean the last song of this album was really depressing but also still had moments of lightness in that right. song yeah um like using a sample of someone saying how unhappy they are <laughs> repeatedly is kind of funny yeah that's true like that's kind of yeah mm. um no i would listen to the depressing second album if we're being honest great all right um misha thanks for coming thank you for having me again uh where can people find you on the internet or otherwise <laughs> crying in a pile of, of oh no yeah no um misha <laughs> crying on twitter i don't have twitter <laughs> i refuse it's to garbage get pile yeah i don't know you can find me wherever <laughs> <laughs> great are you, are you on the instagram i i'm on the instagram actually yes just all pictures of Perlman. yeah and there are lots of jawbreaker pictures <laughs> awesome <laughs> And pictures of cassette tapes that I've started buying. I've, what? Uh, do you have a way to play them? I do have a, yeah. Huh. I actually bought this album on cassette. Oh, cool. I love that. On eBay. That's awesome. Heather, where can we find you on the internet? I'm at Heather Shea on all social media, S-H-A-E or professionalmess.com. Buy some pens, peoples. <laughs> Please just buy them all so we sell them. <laughs> <laughs> just buy them all. Uh, Ramsey, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Ramsey E-S-S. That's the easiest way. Uh, give us a review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at if you are listening, and uh, go to our website if you're listening dot com. Check out our playlist on Spotify. We update them every week, mostly. I've been putting a ton of songs in my Ramsey playlist. I need to add some more to mine. I will. It's mostly to be competitive with Heather, and I'm behind. Uh, pop over to mine if you want to hear the solo songs from members of One Direction. Check out mine <laughs> if you don't want to hear those. <laughs> Great. I think that's it. Bye. Bye.